Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 60. I am Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I just wanted to remind you before we jump into today's episode that there's only a couple more days to participate in my special September giveaway. So this is to celebrate one year of the podcast as well as my birthday, which was a couple weeks ago. And if you leave a rating and written review in Apple Podcasts, or if you've already done that to share the podcast with a friend and screenshot either the review or you're sharing with your friend, (laughs) and then go ahead and email that to me at info at simplebyemmy.com so that you can get entered into the giveaway, which is either a decluttering book of your choice or a one hour decluttering session with me. And I would like to read a recent review that I got really appreciate it. It's from Stacy AWJ. Love listening to this podcast, especially when I'm decluttering an area. I appreciate how she addresses more than just physical clutter, but also mental capacity. Highly recommend. So thank you so much, Stacey. And yes, it only needs to be a couple of sentences and you can be entered into that giveaway, which is going to be ending on September 30th at midnight. And I will announce the winner on my episode the following Tuesday, October 3rd. So now I'm happy to introduce you to Brandy Coffin from The Nourished Mom. And Brandy is a wife, follower of Jesus, homeschool mom, and time management coach. She's also the host of the top 1.5% globally ranked podcast, The Nourished Mom. And there she talks about homeschool mom life and balancing all the things. Brandy is passionate about helping other homeschool moms create a balanced, peaceful, and efficient homeschool through personalized time management systems, biblical priorities, and routine strategies. And she enjoys hiking, reading, playing with her kids, board games with her family, and a warm cup of tea. So today we're not going to be talking about homeschool per se, but we're going to be talking about how to build sustainable habits and routines. And Brandy actually goes through this step-by-step. I really appreciate her approach. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I am somewhat of a habits geek. So episode 57 was all about habit hacks that you need to try for your routines to stick. And you'll hear a lot of similar things here, but what I love is Brandy's approach to starting with the reward that you're going to get from the habit or routine and then working backwards. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this conversation. And so with that in mind, what do you say? Grab your notebook and pen and let's dive into this conversation with Brandy Coffin. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. 
Hey, Brandy. Thank you so much for coming on the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast. I'm so happy you're here and can't wait to talk to you today. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So we connected through podcasting, through our podcasting mastermind. I always think that word is funny. Yeah. All of the minds coming together <laughs> to figure out this lovely world where we have been able to connect with like-minded women. And we actually had a guy in our group too, but yeah. And just, I really feel like our audiences are aligned and I'm so um, excited for my yes. listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, can you kind of introduce yourself and you, your family, kind of the women that you serve and also like what you like to do when you're not doing all of the other things? <laughs> yeah. So my name is Brandy Coffin. I have um, a lovely family with two young boys. Um, they're not, they're getting older now. So my oldest is nine and my youngest is seven. My husband's awesome. Um, he's a great teammate. And the women I serve are very similar to the women that you serve. Um, they are kind of overwhelmed, looking for some balance with all the things. And I specifically talk to homeschool moms who are trying to balance, you know, homeschooling and keeping up with the home and sometimes working and all of those things. And how I like to spend my time? Well, um, usually with my family, we are together most of the time um, playing. We like to play pretend a lot. Um, we like to be in the woods and read and I like drinking tea. Yeah. I'm a tea girl myself. I don't drink any coffee because it makes me super jittery. Yes, me too. I can't. I love the taste of it, but I just, every time I start drinking, I'm like, I don't think this is good for me. I know. Like, this is not a good idea. Uh, and I am right behind you with the hashtag boy mom. I have a five-year-old as my youngest and then six and a half. So I'm coming right up behind you. Hi. So I should be uh, talking to you about all the things as the boys get older. Yeah. And so, yes, we definitely serve a very similar audience. And I know, I know that when I am think about this question, think about a time when you were overwhelmed in your motherhood, I'm like, okay, how much time do you have? <laughs> Like yesterday, Hence, I know, before. right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hence the reason that I started the podcast. But um, can you give an example of a time in your motherhood where you felt really overwhelmed and you were like, okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. This is not working. Like something needs to change. You kind of raised that white flag. And then what did you do to start making some of those changes to really um, help affect and impact your motherhood and also your, your family? Yeah, I think the biggest point in my life, as far as being like a busy, overwhelmed mom was when I left my out of the home job to stay home and pursue my business and to stay home with the kids. And then eventually that turned into homeschooling, even though I didn't really, I didn't think it would at the time. But when I left work and started staying home, I just, I got so overwhelmed. I think it was like mostly like the constant stimulation and then having to balance like, okay, time with the kids doing the, trying to build my business time for housework. And then like a couple minutes to myself. And I really felt like I was drowning and I didn't even, I don't think I realized it until this one moment when we were in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And I was telling my kids to brush their teeth and they weren't listening. And all of a sudden I like lost it, like started screaming at them. And it was like, all of like the worries of the day were just like getting at me. I'm like, well, I need you to go to bed so I can finish my work so I can get a second to myself so I can talk to your father. And it was just like that, that stress of like, you need to get to bed now. 
And after like, and I mean, it's not the last time that I've lost my cool and the kids for sure. But that moment, I just realized like, this is not who I'm supposed to be as a mom. And especially in my faith as a follower of Jesus, like I knew I was supposed to have the fruits of the spirit, like joy and patience and peace and gentleness. And I was not feeling those things at all. So uh, really, I just like submitted and surrendered and I turned to God and trying, I tried to find, you know, what, what is it that you want for my life? Like, I know this is not it. And like some of the pieces were it, but it was like my perspective and how I was managing it all. And I felt really called to start studying time management and use my time intentionally because I knew that all those things in my life were important, right? Like I'm supposed to like pour into my family and, and my home and my work. I knew those were all things God was calling me to. So how was I going to make it work? And it ended up being time management and practical tools like routines and habits and getting into the word and getting my mindset right that really turned it all around for me. Wow. And I have had many of those moments. In fact, I had a brush your teeth. We have to go to school moment this morning. <laughs> oh, the darn teeth. Like how hard oh, to brush your teeth? <laughs> my gosh. Yes. And unfortunately, my youngest and I he, anytime I am like, I'm very time oriented and, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be late for anything. And so I've even tried to buffer an additional time for that kind of morning routine. But still when he even gets the sense that I'm trying to move him along or, you know, rush him, he just digs his heels in even more. And so yep. I've really had several conversations with God, usually e either in the bathroom or the closet. It kind of the depends on the bathroom is my place. <laughs> Everyone has their place, right? I always think it's funny when parenting experts or whatever, they're like, well, you just have to take deep breaths and count to 10. And I'm like, where am I supposed to do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Like you just have the kids like knocking on the door and mom, right. mom, and you're like, how are you supposed to do that? But I love how you were able to realize like, okay, this is not what I'm called to be. This is not who I'm called to be. And then you were able to say, okay, so, you know, something needs to change. I need to be able to mm -hmm. manage this because again, being at home and having that transition, that's a huge transition. And I always have thought like, we don't get educated or trained in this area. Like, what is it like we get trained, maybe going to college or whatever on how to have a career and the job mm -hmm. we're going to do, but it's not like, oh, this is how you become, you know, either a stay-at-home mom, work-at-home mom and how to juggle all the things. We don't, we don't get training in it unless no. you had, you know, I don't know, your mom gave you a class or something. <laughs> If that's a thing. So I would love to hear from you because routines and habits have been so huge in my life. And I always say I'm a habits geek because uh, I really do geek out on all the science and how your brain works and how you yeah, actually cool. like stay motivated to even continue and really be able to, again, follow that routine. And I've heard it spoken about like dominoes kind of like, okay, you have to, you know, set them up so you know what you do. But then once you kind of hit over that one domino, then it's like, okay, we're off to the races and we're, we're, we're going. And that just helps us free up what I call our most important resources, which is our time, energy, focus, and attention mm -hmm. for what matters most. So can you talk to us a little bit about how routines and habits can help us to overcome overwhelm, which is what we're all about here? Yeah. Well, I think the routines and habits, they help you to really consistently show up for the things that are most important. 
But in order to build like routines and habits around the things that are most important, I think you really need to realize what's most important. So like, that's where I always start from. It's like, okay, if you want to get out of the overwhelm, you need to realize that it's impossible to do it all like with quotation marks, right? Like we think that we're like sold this image that we can do all of the things every day, but really we know it's not true because at the end of the day, we can literally see that there is not enough time and energy to do all the things. And that's why we're overwhelmed. And that's why we feel guilty and have mom guilt at the end of the day. But we really need to come to the terms that you really, you don't have to do it all and you shouldn't do it all, but you need to know what you're called to do and then do that well. And when we start to do that, we can build the routines and habits around the things that we're really meant to do. And, you know, just the process of having a routine, it's just something that we're repeating, right? It's We're creating space that repeats in our days, in our weeks. So we consistently show up for the things like making time for one-on-one time with our kids or getting the laundry done or making time for our husband because we build that into our weeks and our days. So it helps us to be intentional. Another thing I love about them is that because I know that like, okay, here's my routine for my laundry over here at the end of the day or wherever it is. Here's my routine for, you know, making sure I have time for my husband. It helps me to really not be distracted. Like I'm supposed to be spending time with my kids, but I'm looking over here at the dishes because I'm like, oh man, the dishes have to get done. But then I'm not even listening or paying attention to what they're talking about. But when I know like, okay, the dishes are going to get done right before dinner then I'm not worried about it anymore. I know that there's a place in my day for it. So it reduces that like scattered feeling of like having to do all the things all at once and not being able to focus on one thing. And I really feel like it creates up like mental space. Like, have you heard of, oh my gosh, I'm I'm losing the term right now. Um, There's a word for when you are overwhelmed with decisions. Decision Decision fatigue. fatigue. Oh, I I talk about decision fatigue all the time here. That's awesome. Decision fatigue, like that's such a real thing. You know, the kids are constantly asking for something. You have to choose what you're going to wear, what you're going to do, what chores should you do today? But when you create routines, you don't have to decide all those things. It's already decided. So it frees up space to think about other things that are important, you know, and to just chill and relax sometimes, not have your mind racing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, so many, I'm like nodding my head. I always think like, can they hear me nodding my head? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I love that so much. I have been thinking a lot and talking a lot about this concept of capacity that mm-hmm. we have decided how much is in our home and how much is in our schedule by the confines of our home or the confines of our calendar, but mm-hmm. that isn't how we should be making that decision. It's based upon what we can actually realistically handle, which yeah. is different in every season of our life and our motherhood. Or, you know, if the kids are sick, then your capacity is decreased and you have have to recognize that you're not going to be at this like super high level all the time. So it's kind of like, well, what, you know, what do I have to work with? And then, like you said, what is most important? What matters most? What am I called to start with that and then make it easy on yourself? So you're not having to think about it anymore. And that's why I do a daily laundry routine, not because as a family of four, we need it, It's more because I just don't want to think about it. And so it's built into my day. Now it's clockwork. And I I have never met anyone (laughs) who created a routine or a habit around something that was, of course, serving them and healthy. That was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, I wish I hadn't have done that. I mean, you might need to tweak it, but it isn't. It's always like a positive benefit to you, especially as a mom, I feel like. 
Yeah. I feel like the only thing that really holds people back is like that idea of like, oh, I don't want to be like confined to it. I don't want to be forced to have to throw the laundry in right now. But honestly, I feel like that's all like nonsense. <laughs> I mean, because you can change, like if something is go not going the way you want it to go, or it needs to be shifted, your routine doesn't stop you from shifting that. But it's always there to fall back onto the next day to keep the things moving and in the right order. So it's like, I feel like people have this idea about routines that they're like, like you're in jail. Yes. Routine <laughs> jail. Yeah. And that's not the way it is. They serve you. You don't serve them. Yes, totally. And I think, yeah, a lot of times people are turned off by the word routine mm -hmm. because in our language, at least in the English language, it's sometimes that can have this negative connotation that when things are routine, sometimes they're boring or whatever, but it's more about freeing up that brain power so that you can have the energy and the, the interest to be able to pursue what you actually want. You're exactly. not having to be like, Oh, what am I doing about the laundry today? You don't have to keep, I I've heard from David Allen who wrote the getting things done, which you might be familiar with, but anyway, he said, there's no reason to have the same thought twice, unless you like having that thought. Yeah. <laughs> and right? I just, How often do we like go over in our minds, like what we have to do and, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's that is boring, right? That's yes. boring. Is like <laughs> That's so true. And just like with a budget, you're kind of telling your money where to go when you're doing this time management or time blocking, whatever you call it, you're telling your time where to go and also mm -hmm. where your, your attention is going to go. So I can look in a sink that's filled with dishes and I can not trigger me because I know, for example, the dishwasher is running right now, or it's not time for me to be right. focusing on the dishes. So I can mm -hmm. actually put on those blinders, so to speak. And it isn't yes. the moment where I have to be judging myself. Yeah. It's so freeing. You can go outside and jump on the trampoline with your kids instead of like, Ooh, I do have to do the dishes right now. Like, no, you don't because they get done at four 30 before you do dinner. <laughs> yes, it is. It is so freeing. And people don't think about that routines would be freeing, but they, mm -hmm. they definitely are. So I always ask, you know, we have the overwhelmed moms listening. They're like, Brandy, this all sounds wonderful. I definitely want to have that freedom and not be scattered brained all the time. And not able to be present with my kids because I'm just like reacting and yelling at them and all the stuff mm -hmm. we don't want to do. So when it comes to building those habits and routines, obviously we're starting with, like you said, what matters most and you kind of have to figure that out. But where would you recommend that that overwhelmed mom starts when it comes to building these super important habits and routines? Well, I think the first thing that we have to start with is really the basics. So we want to like get to the glamorous things like, oh, I'm going to make like a whole routine for all of my chores and it's going to be so great and everything's going to be in its place or a routine for like, I don't know, getting a homeschool stuff all under control. But the thing is, if we're not covering the basics that give you the mental and the physical and the spiritual energy to actually do those things, you're not going to be able to carry them out. You're going to write all this down on a piece of paper and the day comes and you're going to be too exhausted or whatever, whatever it is that's keeping you. So I always ask my clients, like, what is the root? Like, if you're not able to manage all of the things, you know, I hate that word, all the things, if you're not managed, if you're not able to manage what you believe you should be managing right now, what is the root of that? If you're too tired, or if you can't focus, okay, the root might be that you're not eating enough. You're not sleeping enough. You're not taking 10 minutes in the morning to like 
get your mind right. So get to the root of what it is and start with the basics, sleeping, eating, you know, having your time with the Lord or, you know, whatever it is that you do to be able to have that physical, spiritual, mental energy to tackle the things that you are called to do. Definitely. Yeah. I call those kind of like the Mm non-negotiables. Those are the things that are happening no matter what. And it's like the foundational things that have to do with our health and well-being. I, you know, maybe it's clutter. And so like a lot of times we don't know how much that is affecting kind of those foundational things, what, how we eat, how we sleep, how well we sleep, how we're in our environment, all of those like environmental factors And I think you brought up a great point and I actually have a wonderful personal example of this. We'll just go to therapy right now. Just kidding. (laughs) But I made my like cleaning routine thing. I put it in a dry erase sleeve. It has what I'm doing every day. Do I use it? I do not. I promise you. I wish I did. But I think that is the difficult part and where we start to berate ourselves like, oh, why can't I just get it together? Mm -hmm. Um, And so what are some of those recommendations that you have as far as like sticking with it? I mean, yes. So we're able to build this routine after we have those foundational things in place. We feel like we can handle it. It's not like, you know, the 25 step process of cleaning your toilet. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a boy boy mom. So I always go back to cleaning the bathrooms for some reason. Yeah. You know how, you know how it is, but how do we actually create an effective routine that we can actually stick with? Because as an overwhelmed mom, we're like, how am I actually going to do this? Yeah. So once you start with the basics and you have that energy, so then you're going to go into like the things that you actually want to get a hold of, right? And I really like to use the, um, when you look at the science of habits, how science, how habits are formed in like a three-part loop, you have the trigger, the routine, and the reward, and using those ideas to kind of build your habits. So the first thing I do is I start with the reward, right? Because you're not going to stick with something if you don't see the benefit in it. So what are you trying to accomplish and what is the benefit or the goal? And if you're clear on this, then you're going to stay motivated. So for example, like my morning routine, my goal, I want to feel ready for my day. Like I want to feel energized. I want to feel focused. So these are the things that keep me motivated. I know if I do this, I'm going to have the energy for my day. So what do I need to do to feel focused, to feel energized? For me, I need to be in my Bible in the morning. I need to exercise. I need to get dressed in clothes. And um, I need to do a little bit of work. I hate to say I need to, but I really do need to do a little bit or I'm distracted through the day thinking about work. And so if I get a little bit done and I know where I'm at and make a couple of moves, it really sets my mind to be able to focus on the kids and the other things. So once you look at, okay, this is my goal. These are the pieces I need to get there. Then you have your reward and you have your routine, right? So the next step is to pick a trigger. So the trigger is like you walk into your bathroom and you automatically turn on the light when it's dark, right? So walking into the bathroom triggers you to automatically turn your light. You know, this is a trigger because like when the power is off, you still walk into your bathroom and you turn on the light switch, even though you know it's not going to work, right? So a trigger is just going to prompt you to start that routine. So when we're picking triggers, we should be strategic. So when do you want the routine to happen? Be really specific. Is it going to happen on certain days of the week? Is it going to happen at a certain time of day? And then you can pick a trigger that's really effective. And one method I really like is habit stacking. 
right? So building off of your existing habits, pick something that you already do every day or every however many times you want to do this new habit, this new routine, and link them together. So say you want to start, you know, a habit of getting your laundry done. The benefit, so start with the benefit, you're not going to be overwhelmed with the laundry everywhere, right? You're going to have clean socks and underwear when you need them. You're going to have clean towels. Your husband's not going to be like, how come there's laundry all over the living room or whatever? But what do you need to do to reach this goal? Like write out the steps. So I need to gather the laundry. I need to bring it downstairs. I need to put it in the washing machine. I need to switch the laundry. I need to bring it upstairs. I need to fold it and put it away. My gosh, laundry. I wonder why we hate it so much. (laughs) But like what triggers, what habits can you attach these separate actions to that you already do? So for me, before I go downstairs in the morning, I'm going to gather up the laundry that's upstairs and bring it downstairs with me. Habit number one. As I'm doing my morning quick cleanup that I do every morning, I gather any laundry that's on the main floor that I'm doing a quick cleanup of, and that goes into the load two, habit number two. Then when my timer goes off, that tells me, okay, you're done with your quick cleanup. It's time to move to the next thing. I run downstairs, put the, the load in the washer, and that's and that's the first part of my routine. That's habit number three. So I've stacked together these three habits, attaching them to things that I'm already doing in the day. And now I have the first por- portion of my laundry routine, and it's taken me a couple minutes you know, to do all those things. And the other thing I always am really adamant about is like preparing. So for your laundry routine, like you don't really need to prepare that much. I mean, what do you need a laundry basket? But if you look at other routines, like my morning routine. So in order to do all of those steps that I mentioned, I need to have my Bible, my books, my computer. I need to have my water for when I exercise, my exercise mat. You need to have those things ready. So at the beginning or at the nut, at the night, in the night, before I go to bed, in the nighttime, before I go to bed, I bring all those things upstairs with me so that I have them there. Because otherwise I'm going downstairs, I'm getting distracted, kids are asking me for something. And then before you know it, all my time is taken up and none of my routine gets done. So be prepared. And then the next step is really just walking it out right? We just need to practice it. So I I need to write it down on paper. Like I honestly do. Then I walk it out and then I pay attention to what worked and what didn't work, right? So I have a worksheet that I give to my clients, has like the routine, the proposed routine, what really happened in your life. And then, you know, troubleshooting solutions for like, why did this work? Why didn't it work? What could work better? And you you really just practice it and fine tune it until it works for you. And it could take just a couple of days, but, or maybe, you know, a week, depending on how often you're doing this routine. But before you know it, your laundry's done, right? You're exercising in the morning, you're praying, you're eating healthy, you're spending time with your kids, you're doing the things that you want to do and you feel like you should do. Oh my gosh. This was like the best I feel like it's like awesome TED talk or something. I don't know. You just like <laughs> gave us so much goodness. I and I do a lot of those things. I've been exercising, I guess, for two plus years straight for like five days a week. And I put my exercise clothes out every single night, you know, yeah. because I don't want to be getting up at five something and being like, well, my clothes aren't there. So eh, you know, I'm not gonna work out today. And recognizing the benefit of how that's going to impact, you know, the rest of my day. And yeah. so um I think that this is really great. And you've given us some really great tacticals as far as like some places that we can start, like laundry being that really universal thing or kind of, you know, figuring out what are some of those universal pain points, but what I love, and I want you to tell us where we can connect with you and also like the people that you 
I, we were talking about the people that you serve, but as far as like the coaching that you do, yeah, if you can talk a little bit about that because I really want my listeners to be able to connect with you, but then also be able to utilize some of these tools that you've talked to us about. I like that worksheet idea, by the way. I might, I might steal that idea for my own personal use. <laughs> yeah, I was recently talking on the podcast about like um, learning styles, and I've I've learned some things about myself that I was like resistant to. I'm like, I don't need a worksheet, but I still I always give them out to my clients, and I'm like, no, I need the worksheet. I just need to see it and visualize it. Like it helps so much. But yeah, so people can connect with me at the podcast, The Nourished Mom, at my website, thenourishedmom.com. And what I do with my clients is offer strategic routine coaching. So basically what I just spoke to you about, we walk that out together and I coach you through and get to the root of like where you need to start, where you need to go, be strategic with you and use different tools like, you know, habit stacking. And then there's things I like to do, like breaking the tasks into smaller tasks, task partitioning. And I know we love time blocking, but there's another one I love that's called time boxing that really helps you to to stay on point. So I just, I use that strategy and help people to create routines that are going to work. And then I help them be held accountable and we walk it out together. We troubleshoot together and we just build the things that you need to get your days on track. Yay. And we all can use that. (laughs) We all can use that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Brandy. This was so helpful. And I just love your approach and your kind of these tactical tips that you gave us. So thank you again for being on the show. It really was such a pleasure to geek out on all the habits and routines (laughs) with you. (laughs) Yes, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.